Naya Bookcraft, and happy holiday season to all of my three listeners. Um, this week, I want to regale you with my opinion on The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. Now, I will admit, I was one of the people who bought and read this book solely so I was prepared for the Hulu show, which I then never watched past episode four because Alexis Bedell's performance was such raw perfection that it actually scarred me from going forward. <laughs> However, I was never once disappointed in my decision to read this book. The book starts with an introduction written by Margaret Atwood herself, which basically reminisces on what was going on in her life or in history at the time that she sat down to write this and why she decided to write this book and also urging readers to read it before they couldn't, which in February of 2017, if you think back, seemed like a very real and very possible threat. And since I don't like it, I absolutely hate it, and I will fight it until my dying breath. When people tell me what I can and cannot read, I snatched that book up and I devoured it within 24 hours. It was a fast read, a page turner for sure, but one that lingers and lasts deep within you long after you close the final page. This book centers around Alfred. She's a handmaid in Gilead, a new territory. She lives with a husband and a wife and is used merely for reproduction. She can go to the grocery store and talk about the weather with other handmaids, and she can talk about how great Gilead is, and she can read the pictures at the market but cannot read the words because she is a woman and this is now illegal. Alfred had a life before Gilead. She had a job and a family and money and a purpose, but that was all taken away from her. Her family, God knows where, possibly dead. Her job, nothing more than a memory. Her money who even knows? Her home is a tiny room in a large house. Her outfit's a modest uniform, red, to match other handmaids. There are talks of revolts and escapes, but they very rarely end well. And there are small victories, like playing Scrabble with a man who tries to impregnate her once a month, while simultaneously asking herself if it's just a trap for punishment. It varies greatly from the Hulu show, from what I can gather from the first four episodes that I watch, at least. And also, I swear I'm going back to it before you jump in my comments. I just haven't yet because I got sidetracked by like 18 gazillion other shows. The book itself, though, is definitely not as graphic or gory from what I can tell, but it is just as thrilling and thought-provoking. As a woman, I was livid when I read this. I was angry and enraged, and that rage grew inside of me as I saw how far, or how not far, we had come in the past. It ate at me until the final page, realizing that women can use, be used merely for enjoyment and reproduction and not be allowed to read, of all things, the thing that this woman specifically spends most of her life doing. It was humbling, but it was humbling in the worst way possible. This book made me want to get up and fight. It made me want to yell. It made me want to yell and scream and use all of the big words that I ever learned. And it made me want to write and create and explore and discover and fight and do all of the things that people think that we can't do because we're somehow deemed the lesser sex. It also made me fiercely protective of the generations that would come after me, which I guess was its intended purpose. The cliffhanger... I'm sorry, the cliffhanger ending is supposedly solved in the sequel, which was just released in 2019 as a result of, you know, everything leading up to 2019. Um, I haven't read that yet, but once I do, please rest assured that you will be hearing about it. You'll actually be my first, my first stop after I close that book. Um, 
Meanwhile, I hope you all have a wonderful day, Bookcraft, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Um, I'm going to try really hard to post another podcast between now and my holiday break, which is going to start on Friday. Um, but if, if I don't get a chance, I just want you all to know that I think you're wonderful and I hope you go into 2022 just knowing how special and fantastic you all are.